0: Welcome to the 122nd edition of Make Pro Wrestling. Majestic again. I am Tiger Height. and I am Peanut Calorie. So, let's talk about Wrestle Dream. Yeah. Good lord. This I don't want to say it was bad, but it just it wasn't there. This no. is what, this is what every dynamite should be. Like this kind of level of action. But it's not. Right. So it it just felt like a fluffed-up dynamite. And I feel like that was such a missed opportunity.
1: Yeah, I mean most of them do. And then there's like 18 matches on the card, which is just a slog to get through. Right.
0: Uh, So let's get into our first match. A single star defending the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Champions, MJF, who is the world champion, keep that in mind, of AEW versus The Righteous. uh, MJF is popular. I mean he got one of the bigger pops of the night with his stuff yeah but
1: but he's a world champion
0: he is the world champion he is defending this champion these titles for two people by himself against the righteous and they still couldn't beat mjf why do we have these tag team champions on these people right why because because
1: it's, it's popular
0: they can have friend, they can be friends and do all the hokey shit all they want, but why have the secondary promotions tag team champions associated with your world champion
1: because they're desperate
0: God it's so bad at the very least the at least it was fun it yeah. was a fun, it was a fun little match but once again the righteous are buried. Uh, but MJF was incredibly popular, especially with, like, the kangaroo kick shit. Like, that really blew up that place, and it was Heat Seeker for the win. Uh, I'm going to give it a full thumbs up. I liked more than yeah. I hated. Uh, just some nitpicky things that the they have really nothing to uh, do uh, with. Yeah. Anyway, for the Ring of Honor world champion and the, never open weight champ- or the strong openweight champion, Eddie Kingston, defending against... The pure champion Katsuyori Shibata.
1: Again, you have this this whole thing where there are champions of other promotions, and it's your own. Be- I don't, I don't get it. It's like, hello. Yeah, the,
0: the, there is no Ring of Honor champion in this entire match, and both of them have belts. Like- right. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, the Ring of Honor World Champion is on the line.
0: Yeah. But that's but, not. It's not an AEW. It's an, it's AEW owned, but they treat it as a separate promotion entirely.
1: Which, again, I mean, from from the outset, it just doesn't make any sense no. to treat it like a different promotion because all the same people are on. I we've talked about this ad nauseum at this point. We have. Um, but it just doesn't make any sense. You think with an AEW pay per view, it would be primarily AEW? I, th- I think there were
0: more non-AEW champions on the line than actual AEW right. champions. And I thought there was going to be more incorporation with New Japan people, but there was not. Right. Or there wasn't at all. Uh, it was fine. It was a powerbomb for Eddie Kingston to win. Uh, Orange Cassidy thumbs up. There just no heat to this match whatsoever, no. so I couldn't care about it.
1: Right. For the...
0: AEW TBS champion. Chris okay, Sat- so at least AW this is an AEW champion. This uh, is an AEW champion. Chris Satlander and Julia Hart. This was a good match. It was. It was competitive. People got really into it. These two have a very interesting chemistry that I really liked. Uh, and Chris Satlander won. Now, this kind of match, this, where they had build and structure and, and then a good match— This is how champions should be treated. This is where value is brought in. This was the first
1: match where there was an actual storyline associated with it. Yeah,
0: exactly. And that's the worst part about the other two matches. They they were just like, match, here you go. Right,
1: they were just kind of thrown together at the last minute.
0: It's like, don't give me that they are fighting. Give me a reason why I should care that they're fighting. Not because they're both good wrestlers, because that just doesn't fly anymore.
1: Right, you have to have good storytelling. Right. Something that... Mr. Tony Khan last. Yeah, the
0: snowman doesn't have it. But it was a Saturday night fever for the win. Good match. Full thumbs up. Yeah. I, I just liked it. So I got backed into the show at this point. And then it went off of media Cliff oh, with God. a bunch of tag teams to determine the number one contender for the tag team champions.
1: And no one cares. No
0: one no one cared because they were just random tag teams.
1: They're thrown together.
0: Um Hook and Orange Cassidy, they were like, Oh, do you, do you want to tag while eating chips?
1: Right. If Probably they, from catering. If
0: they're not fucked all to treat it seriously, how am I supposed to? Right. I get it's a character, but come on. Um, it was a spot fest. Yeah, it N- was. Now, it was obviously great. As,
1: to- as with all multi-person matches, it right. was a spot fest.
0: Yeah, it exhausted the crowd. It was um, uh, BTE for the Young Bucks to win. Why the Young Bucks? Why do they need another title match? They right. don't need And then,
1: then they lost that They lost said title match against FTR, I think. Didn't they, no, they, they actually no, no, have they, that match? No, no.
0: They didn't have it yet. And also, FTR are no longer the champions. Well, right? I know,
1: but I thought I thought that they had the, the championship match on a collision.
0: No, right? no, that was um, uh, Big Bill and Ricky Starks.
1: Well, no, no, I was talking about a previous episode, not last week's collision. Oh. Anyways, um, yeah, yeah, but we're, this we're, one makes we're, no we're sense. Yeah, we're a week off, so, yeah.
0: I mean, this was last Sunday. Right,
1: this, this yeah, so, yeah, this match made no sense to me. Anyways.
0: uh, Well, the, the I'll, I'll talk about it later, but, uh, you know, once again, spot fest after a good match. Orange Cassidy, thumbs up, ironically, and there you go swerve strickland and hangman page Uh, i
1: I get that there's a little bit more of a storyline to this but this storyline still has not made sense to me
0: so i like the match yeah i thought it was fun uh but swerve strickland has the dancing prince nana who is more over than both of these two combined yeah but he wasn't out there until the very end of the show doing the dance and that was humorous but it's like how is a guy doing a dance to swerve strickland who is a heel mind you more over than both of these two who are good wrestlers right <laughs> it's so it's so ha- it's so ass backwards but 100 yep. percent the right person won here oh yeah uh it was the uh jml driver for the win i wouldn't make this majestic again because it doesn't have to be it was straightforward they had a rivalry they had promos they built time with it yeah this still didn't
1: make any sense to me but hey at least they tried something
0: right uh it gets a full thumbs up why did this match exist why did so apparently because Wheeler Yuta is a bitch he was getting in the face of Ricky Starks who was approaching Brian Danielson after their Texas death Match very non-threateningly and if you can read body language that would be the case but wheeler yuda didn't do that and that was the build for this match uh oh and by the way that text death match happened the day before this show this match had a day of build
1: they didn't even build it they just put it together wrote
0: it together and put them in the ring yep. uh it was a nothing burger it was a nothing sandwich. Uh, I guess it was wrestled okay because Ricky Starks is a good wrestler. Right. Wheeler U does fine, but that's about it. Yeah. And the right person won Rochambeau. Ricky Starks continues to get momentum. And, and again... But the, by the way, this still gets a uh, thumbs down and a fuck you. I'm, right. I'm doing that But now, so.
1: anyways, uh, the, the, the point of all of this is that... It's very obvious that these stars don't have a place to develop very well. Like, they're all just stagnant, swimming in whatever. They
0: have three shows, and And, nobody feels important. And
1: and, and nothing is being built. Like, there is no top person right now.
0: None. Even MJF, who is supposed to be.
1: Right. There's no hierarchy in this company. It's just a bunch of
0: people. Who is, who,
1: where's where's the the structure?
0: Right. I mean, to be honest with you, at this point, I feel like the secondary champions feel more important than the world champion. Right. Okay. Uh, Brian Danielson, Zack Sabre Jr. It was a very good match.
1: Yes, because it is impossible for either of these two to have really bad matches. Right, exactly. Now, they can have some stinkers every once in a while. But,
0: but and here is the issue with this. It was a very good match, but that's it. The, yeah. This did not feel like that dream match that people were really wanting. Now, Brian Danielson and uh Kazuchika Okada won 100% that felt like a this
1: one this one didn't get a ton of build i feel no it it, it wasn't it was,
0: it was uh, the majority of it was on collision because right. that's where brian danielson primarily wrestles is on collision right
1: and and no one watches collision
0: nobody nobody's gonna go out of their way to watch that i do it because it's part of the fucking job like right. i have to and i said even on my last review i am seriously considering just stopping it entirely because it's just a bunch of people in matches it's literally Rampage. Yes. Yeah. Rampage on Saturdays, and I dropped Rampage. Right. So there you go. Uh, the back and forth was good, and it was the um, uh, Boo Psycho knee for Danielson to win. I'm going to give it a full thumbs up. It got close to two, but I think it was just a build issue, yep. not a wrestling issue. Right. Because wrestling is all incorporated, people. That is how this works.
1: Oh, here's another random fucking match.
0: Uh, it was fine. Well, the Don Callis family exists. Uh, Will Ospreay and the Don Callis family taking on Kenny Omega? Oh god, who's behind me? Chris Jericho and uh, Kota Ibushi, who is still not signed with the company. What is he? Where is he going outside of AEW? Is he just? Right. I, I know he was at GCW for like a spit, but. It's like, who's paying them more? Right. Like, what is...
1: But anyways, this one was, again, kind of thrown together. It really was about Chris Jericho and Don Callis more than anything else in this yeah, match.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it's like, why are you involving Kenny Omega in this? Why are you involving Kota Bushi in this? Why, why? Will Ospreay? Why, why, right. are, why are these people doing this? Right. Of all the matches that you could do with these people it should
1: have been a one-on-one with chris jericho
0: and um will osprey or, or chris jericho and right sam Guevara. right because that one would make more sense than this right this one was
1: just randomly thrown together
0: can we just have a straight up one-on-one match between uh kenny omega and uh kanosuke takeshka is that right. challenging why why put him in title match like these kinds of matches? These two have the history. Right. Let's do something with that. Or at the very least, if you want to do a tag match, don't involve Chris Jericho or Will Ospreay. There's no reason for it. Right. I mean, Kenny Omega ha- or um, Don Callis has beef with both Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. But let's just have something different than this because it just feels so
1: put together. Right.
0: Put together, throw in front of your face, and clearly that's not selling anymore. Right god um it was a belt it was the bat shot for the win orange cassidy thumbs down there was just nothing there for me to grasp like whatsoever for the AEW world tag team champions thank god it's a uh, you know penultimate ftr taking on ozzy open and what did
1: ozzy open do to deserve this opportunity i have no idea i
0: think they challenged ftr on collision and that is how this happened
1: okay cool
0: oh and by the way uh mark davis is injured he injured his wrist during this match. So fucking awesome. Didn't they— Because Cash didn't they, didn't Wheeler,
1: they Wheeler is also injured now, which is why they lost the— Tag team champions. The we'll talk about that more a little bit later on, but— Right.
0: Do you, know, do you know the <sighs> extent of his injury? Because I have no clue. I do not know. Uh, but yes, it, Mark Davis was injured during this match. I think I think it's a wrist injury, but he just came back from a knee injury. <laughs> I think they were. I think they were here for like a month, and then now they're going to be not working again. It's like right.
1: It's so dumb.
0: It's, it's not their fault, but this is what happens when you try to do spot fest shit. You have more of a chance of something like this happening. Right. I like the match. It was a good match. Um, it, they built this one at the very least well because both of these teams had momentum right. going into this match, so there was something for me to grasp. The tag team division has more of a hierarchy than the rest of the place, and that division is so off. Right. God bless America. Uh, but it was a top rope shatter machine for FTR to win. I'm going to give it a full thumbs up. And finally, in our main event, pretty much the thing that had the most build, the most everything.
1: Well, yeah, because we all know who returned at this match. Well, who debuted? Or who, yeah, there. who debuted?
0: Uh, but Christian Cage and Darby Allen had previous history uh two out of three falls they did all the shit Darby Allen he is committed to be paralyzed a fucking scoop slam off of the apron to the steel steps G- why right what are you doing you're that's not drawing anybody in right. you are just doing this for the sake of do- this is ECW with a bigger budget yeah. that's literally what it is God bless uh but the number one the right person won. yep uh, it was a turtleneck over and a jackknife pin for the win. It was a countout for fall number two. And then finally, it was a belt shot by Nick Wayne for the win. Now, that was good. Done. That was well, well done.
1: Yes, it was. Um, okay, so... Big, big attack. The 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 hottest thing going right now. The only thing about AEW that I can think about is Copeland and Christian. That yeah. is that is the only thing That's that only gets attention right now yeah. within within the entire company, and it's for it's it's not even over the championship.
0: Yeah, it's not. Why 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 Christian with the title? Right. There's no reason for Christian.
1: because now he's in a now he's kind of in a pseudo rivalry with someone who wants to reform the tag team with him. But and Trishnan that's the hottest have... act going right now. But yes,
0: Edge, Edge debuted. He debuted on the show. He did not run over to the other side for a reason, and that's a pattern. He will continue to do that. Um, Just
1: kind of as a little bit of a shot there.
0: Right. And it's like, oh, my God, they got 3 million views. And we'll I'll go into it on why that doesn't matter, mm-hmm. like, at all. But we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. This was by far the best match on the show. It definitely deserved the main event slot in general. Yep. It was the best built. It was the best worked. And Christian knows how to do this really, really well. And I'm really liking this team that Christian is forming. It, it's dynamic. It's interesting. But once again, Christian knows what he's doing. Yes, he's been because trained. Because
1: he's been trained by a system that works actively to build superstars.
0: Exactly. So this was good. And I liked it. It gets a full thumbs up. Uh, and that was really the end of Wrestle Dream. It felt more like a wrestle meh. It
1: was it was more like it was more like a wrestle slog. Yeah. Than anything. It, it
0: really was. It wasn't a nightmare because if it was a nightmare, then that would presume that the show was bad. But it wasn't bad.
1: It wasn't bad but it wasn't good. Right. It was it was not memorable in any way.
0: No. Well, except for the except for Adam Copeland debuting. Well yeah, but outside of that, nothing here I will remember in this time next week. There will be no part of this that I will remember nor care about.
1: Anyways, we're going to get on your soapbox when we come back.
0: Yes, we are. So we are back. I'm getting on my soapbox. Raw. Raw, raw, raw. So Raw did better. Actually quite better. They got 1.5 million instead of 1.465. And it was a 0.48 demo instead of a 0.41. So up on both. Uh, The main event was great. Gunther and Tommaso Champa had a very good match mm-hmm. for the Intercontinental Champion, built very well. This secondary champion feels so important in this context. It's yeah. awesome. Drew McIntyre doing a pseudo heel very slowly. Him doing more heelish things. Yep. Ooh. Ooh, Chef's kiss. Perfect. He needed that mm-hmm. so bad. He was so bland as a babyface. And now we're gonna see diversity fantastic uh seth freaking rollins had a good promo but um and then obviously with becky lynch's injury tegan Knox faced chelsea green i was tempted to show that match because it was bad <laughs> but i think i chose a better one and also nia jackson and Shayna baszler they didn't wrestle they had a brawl and that was exactly what had to be done there right. they needed high energy to start the show and they did it with that other than that not really anything else going on NXT, good lord. There were three main roster people on the show, and they just destroyed. It was 857,000 instead of 636,000. It was a .22 instead of a .18. They destroyed their last rating, like by a long shot. Uh, Trick Williams, the unfortunate situation regarding Trick Williams and the North American champion. He lost the title. Yep. To Dominic Mysterio, why give Trick the title in the first place if he was just going to drop it? I think they did this because they wanted to test the waters with Trick Williams, possibly a main event program. Right. Trick is awesome. He is very good. I think he needed a reign though, and because they did the whole mommy of pissed off at Dom Dom right. way too quick, they booked themselves into a corner. It happens but i think they will i think trick will be okay he is very popular yeah yeah
1: they again i think it was just testing the waters so yeah kind of seeing what you know because there might be some merchandise that they want to test out and yeah. pull through um but
0: um, indy hartwell is back on nxt which i think is the correct choice she was literally doing nothing on raw but she also i think sprained her ankle before she even debuted so mm-hmm. what the hell how the hell can you do that uh, the NXT Women's Breakout Tournament started tonight. It was fine, but remember, these are rookies. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were a lot of women's matches. The Ilya Dragunov segment was very good, but that's Ilya Dragunov for you. Becky Lynch was great, too. It was Becky Lynch, Butch, who was in a tag match, and then Dominic Mysterio. Those were the only three, and they did this number. Yep. Yeah. So let's get into Dynamite. Dynamite did 800,000 people. They lost fifty. Five thousand people over the course of the week and then it was a 0.28 demo this was not only edge or i'm, I'm gonna say edge i've known him you're as gonna edge. say you're
1: gonna say Edge yes for a while but then you'll it was adam copeland's debut yep. on dynamite it wasn't even head-to-head this was a wednesday yep show and
0: people are making all of these excuses why nxt actually absolutely destroyed people. This is not the head to head. This is not John Cena, Paul Heyman, Undertaker, right. uh, Becky Lynch. This is not them yet. Right. This was still three people who were been on NXT consistently. And this is not only after Adam Copeland's um, debut in AEW and his first show on Dynamite, but this was post-wrestle dream. Right. That was the other thing. They lo- they usually game viewers host any pay per view right. and they didn't they lost people. You can blame DVR all you want. You can blame oh there was this issue and TBS confirmed there was an issue. Tony Khan literally made excuses. Yeah, this is bad. This is yeah. If you if you believe that AEW will do any better going head to head with legitimate stars, you are living in a dream world right this is the lowest rated dynamite i believe ever ever oh my god and the and the show was just straight bad there wasn't well it wasn't straight bad there was i actually like this show more than nxt uh there were two title matches mm-hmm. uh timeless tony storm is Freaking awesome! I love the gimmick. Once again, gimmick sell, and they're good, and it's great. Um, and then the, and because
1: she also got trained in right the um, system.
0: I don't think she was fully trained in the system. I think she was actually in progress, and she did stuff in stardom before. Yeah, yeah, or in right. yeah, shimmer too. Right. But. Uh, and but
1: she got extensive training in the system right
0: um and copeland copeland and christian had a very good back and forth i really liked the go fuck yourself and just walked off Ooh, it was just great but once again keep in mind where they came from right uh that's really all i have to say about this totally embarrassing dynamite because pretty much everything else was a nothing burger without the actual burger impact or impact yeah impact yay i got it right um impact are creeping they're creeping quick hundred and ten thousand people watched it this last week next to 106 and it was a a.01 those are really good numbers for impact mm-hmm. impact was getting like they were hovering around 60 to 90 for a long time yeah. and they're they're at 110 yeah
1: they're, they're gaining and I, I don't know if this is I don't know if this is just because bound for glory is coming up soon or or what but the production guess, stuff
0: hasn't even happened right. yet
1: but like, I think people are getting excited about it
0: people are getting excited about it and impact is constant on bringing good stuff Mm the show wasn't bad Mm -hmm. um i've seen better impacts um i like the main event josh alexander and khan had a a fun little match uh crazy steve and tommy dreamer just blew me away god dreamer might be enormous he looks like he ate tommy dreamer but he is so good at conveying emotion and cutting a promo oh my god and crazy steve on top of that too I cannot believe this guy is legally blind. <laughs> no, he is He is legally blind. Crazy all, Steve? Yeah. Oh. All he sees are like blobs and shadows. Hmm. And he wrestles as he does. Right. That's incredible. This character, um, him literally stabbing Tommy Dreamer with a fork in the back was just awesome. <laughs> it was great. Oh, my God. It, the Crazy Steve needed this heel turn so bad, yep. and I am all for it. Uh, there was a fans revenge nothing really there and then there was like a multi-person match nothing really there anyway that was that let's go into smackdown smackdown had 2.303 million last week and a 0.6 won't know the numbers until obviously tomorrow the show is fine to be honest with you uh uh, Jimmy Uso and LA Knight had a fun little main event match. Rey Mysterio and Bobby Lashley had a fun little match. It was just a f- it was a fun show, nothing memorable. Uh Dragon Lee did a very good job with Austin Theory and uh the women's match was there. That's cool. really all I have to say. Oh, and then Collision, Collision, Collision. Uh 327,000 people watched it last week. It was a .08 demo. I think that is actually worse than Rampage. Yeah,
1: and I also think – well, I think this week, I think it was like – it was in the 200s, I think, this week. I could oh, be really? wrong. Oh, my God,
0: if it's 200s, that's just um, – the videos around – that are going around about the bull is indicative of how this show is doing. Yeah,
1: and, and Tony Khan is – very embarrassed by these things coming out it's like yeah yeah should be because this is embarrassing
0: it, it, this I just you should be embarrassed yeah absolutely but instead of popping off on social media how about you get a grip and and, and
1: figure out the underlying issues for why your show is not doing well
0: yeah and maybe bring in people who know what they're doing right if these numbers continue this way i'm sorry AEW is going to be gone and people are like oh this really boosted wwe to do better no no they didn't
1: i mean at the beginning i think there well, was yeah, a little bit were, of pressure because
0: they were, they were getting a fucking million people right. watching it at, uh, like a, a million nine i think was the average in 2019 yeah and now you guys are barely scratching at 800 right they're Bare- Barely. Right. That is.
1: And and people people and I like the analogy that's being used and it's like you know I'm not trying to compete against a mosquito but if one lands on me you better bet that I'm gonna slap it.
0: That's a great analogy. Wow, that's that that <laughs> is perfect. I couldn't I couldn't have said anything better to encapsulate w- literally what this is. Please. Yeah. Aew or impact wrestling is in their own little lane they're doing better numbers than they have pretty much you know in a long time
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's like if, if they're, they're not trying to compete anymore right you, you don't, don't compete, compete with, with the big boy right like, you just don't bellator, yeah. bellator doesn't compete with the ufc they're there's in their own little lane and right. they're doing just fine nwa they. I would rather go to an NWA show. I would rather go to a show that has 60 people in that building that want to be there instead of a half-empty bowl of nobody.
1: Right. Anyways, um, let's talk about Collision. Um, it was, it Adam, started Adam, early.
0: Adam Adam Copeland had another segment. He talked again. Uh, and Eddie, or Eddie Kingston and Commander had a match. Eddie Kingston is getting enormous to the point of me being worried about his health. Uh, Tony Storm wrestled again. The acclaimed that defended the tag team champions again, or the trios champions again. And uh, Brian Danielson faced Kyle Fletcher. And then obviously FTR got squashed by Big Bill and Ricky Starks for the tag team champions. Now, the trios champions were defended three times because it was also on the zero hour pre-show at WrestleDream. And then they they were defended at Dynamite and now they're defended here. That's three times in the course of a week. Let me tell you how you kill a belt prestige. Right. You do that. Right. <laughs> like, seriously. Um, but that was that's really my soapbox. There's not really much else I have to say. I think I got it all out. Um, next week is going to be very interesting. Um, expect the Dynamite video to be out a little bit earlier than usual because obviously it's happening on Tuesday, and I am not watching that live. So there you go. Uh, when we come back, Peanut Gallery, what are we talking about?
1: Uh, well, we're going to – discuss a little bit more about these battles going on with aew and why we'll call it a battle but we're going to talk about aew trying to compete (laughs) all right
0: all right we are back peanut gallery take it away
1: well um i guess we should talk a little bit about what's been going on here with aew recently um and how far it's fallen in relation to what has been Expected when the company was founded back in
0: 2019. Oh, do people remember that? And
1: yeah. and I I think I think we just I think the reason we need talk about this is because there is a lot of there are a lot of shows coming up over the course of the, or has happened and will happen over the course of the next week or so that will give us a true indication of the state of AEW as it exists today. Yep. Now, going back to 2019 and and into 2020 when the companies were actually competing on Wednesdays. And you remember that era of mm-hmm. NXT and you remember that era of AEW. Oh, and by
0: the way, a lot of those people that were on NXT, the main event for those NXT shows, are now in AEW. Yes. This was not the current NXT.
1: No, this was still the black and gold NXT. Mm-hmm. And I think that they were, they, they didn't transition to the 2.0 brand until 2021, if I I'm not mistaken yes. because when they did all those mass releases yep. um, between 2020 and 2021, when they fundamentally changed the landscape of NXT, people were thinking at the time that NXT was not going to do well. But here's NXT just
0: well. They had to get rid of the 2.0 aspect, yes. And they, they did adjust it again, but there's still a lot of that. Black. A lot of
1: a lot of the roster is still there though from the 2.0 rebranding. Yep. Um, and. During that time, a lot of those people, yes, they went over to AEW, and we can now see the results of that, of of what's happening. And this just goes to show that it's not really about the talent, because the talent is there. It's about who's leading the talent. Mm-hmm. And that's the heart of the issue that people refuse to acknowledge is that at the heart of the matter is the fact that the leadership within AEW is lacking, and there are a million examples of why and, and, and what's been what's been seen um, with regards to these uh, these problems i guess if you want to call them problems back, backstage. Back, backstage
0: issues there have been issues you know mm-hmm. in front of people and it's like the numbers the numbers don't lie and i think that's why the cult and, of aw hates numbers because it doesn't hide anything it right. can't hide anything right
1: um but going back to these recent these recent um uh Head-to-heads. So let's, let's take well, Saturday is, as an example. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, Tuesday is going to be the right. like, true head-to-head.
1: Right, Tuesday is going to be a true head-to-head. But Saturday really showed, I think, us a lot about what, what they're doing to kind of try and combat this issue. WWE didn't have to do anything. They just ran a regular premium live event.
0: Now it's a premium live event compared to a show, so that's almost like comparing an apple to an orange. Right,
1: but again, this is why you don't run shows on Saturdays. Yeah,
0: you <laughs> don't. You don't run shows on Saturdays. You don't do pay per views on Sundays. Like WWE switched it over to Saturdays for a reason.
1: Right, and the, and it was a very good reason. Is because Saturday shows tend to do a lot better. And now and, that now that Endeavor is part of this whole spiel, it's it's very clear that they kind of want to keep those Saturday shows. Yeah, um, but. They took a number of steps, and the results speak for themselves. Everyone saw the videos of the half-empty arena. Everyone saw the blatant let's move an hour up so that we can compete with a, at least an hour worth of shows that don't have matches. Mm-hmm. Um, let's rely on these very uh, – I guess these these very um, – culpable tactics such as oh this is a great lead-in show to this because the idea is that if you're competing with a product on the same night that hopefully people will be too lazy to switch the channels when it it would be very interesting very interested in seeing what the hour by hour numbers look like with regards to a collision to see if all of a sudden at 5 o'clock our time, which would be 8 o'clock Eastern time, if those numbers drop significantly.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. But th- once again, that's what happens when you do a show on a Saturday. Of all days, you don't do a regular show on the weekend.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but
0: they, they did that Saturday night's main event, and they dropped that shit quick because it wasn't doing anything. Right.
1: Um, and so that was just one example of these tactics that – on the surface, look like smart business moves, but at the same time, there's an air of desperation. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you're competing with a product that most people will say, even you know, most casual people will say, is superior product. And these pictures of these stadiums, half empty
0: stadiums, half is being nice, yeah, half yeah, half empty.
1: Um, More like but 6%. I think that it. I don't think it's going to look good for the presentation going
0: forward but also this doesn't it's not just even that do you do, you do you realize, realize that these these executives who basically control this they're looking at that and it's like man this this uh, brand is dying right. why, why are we bothering
1: and and i think that a lot of i think that a lot of sponsors look at that and say this is you know we're we're not gonna we're we're gonna command less money we will not pay the numbers that you want or, us or, to pay. or
0: we'll go somewhere else right. entirely because you—it's not worth the, the, it. Yeah,
1: the return on investment is just not going to be worth it. Pizza
0: so Hut uh, had their thing on Fastlane for a reason. Because yes. Because look at the building—if there were like fourteen thousand people in there.
1: Right. And you can call as hokey as you want to call it, but I call—I see that. And I see dollar signs going up. <laughs> yeah. How? How about?
0: It's not like there was a. I mean, there was in the past, but. It doesn't affect the wrestling. Right. It's not like they're throwing pizza at each other anymore. Right. They used to. They were. They, they were. Yeah. But they're not doing it now. No. They're just having a straight up match, but it's just like, oh, here's some sponsors. Why, do you, why don't you people bitch about that with football or right. hockey or, right. or it's, MMA? It's,
1: it's really a lot the same thing. Yeah. Um, you know, it's the same as putting your name on the on the mat. It's same as you know, doing the sponsorships around the the hockey rink. I mean, it's it's all there.
0: Yeah, it's there. Sometimes it's more subtle than others. WWE right. just kind of puts it in your face. But guess what? There's that's just that's just
1: that's just what they have to do in order to make the sponsorship work. But we're not talking about sponsorships. We're talking about these are these reactionary decisions being made. Looking as if they are desperate to retain viewers. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because you know at the heart of the matter, if there are less people watching, then the advertisers are not going to, are not going to command any fees that are higher. They're going to want to, you to lower those fees mm-hmm. um, because there are less people watching. Yeah. And, do you do you and, think about and it as a business perspective, perspective
0: here. Yeah. yeah. This is not just, oh, there aren't as many people in there. If I'm an executive and I see that, I'm like, uh, why are we bothering? What right. are we doing here? And, and, and these winners like, why are like, why do we want that? I'll rent this space out to something else. Exactly. I'll get more that'll,
1: get more, that'll get more money. And I think, and I, I think that if we don't I, – I really think that we are going to see AEW start to run out of even smaller venues than they have because mm-hmm. They have to almost by necessity. Right. Because of that reason. I mean, there comes a point in time when it just becomes unsustainable. Mm -hmm. And I think that last night's collision kind of proves that point, that this is not a sustainable model of doing business. Right.
0: It's, It's not. I mean, clearly it's not. And, and the problem, problem is like, like well tony concept, says, but the, the issue is that's, that's not numbers right how about you show us the revenue instead of just telling us what the revenue was? right it's, it's almost, almost like me say saying that i can fly when nobody is looking right you yeah, have to go based on what i say
1: right and and you know wwe being a public company of course they, they have to they disclose have it disclose their revenues um I and they do um but <laughs> proudly yeah <laughs> and AEW does not uh but uh, you kind of have to ask those questions. You have to ask those really hard questions. It's like, is it worth it? And mm-hmm. I, I think from a perspective of a business person, it's not worth it.
0: No. no I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put my money, put money with, AEW. with AEW. I'm sorry. I, I just wouldn't. In
1: 2019 AEW, I would. 2023 AEW. Right. You're yeah, 20... just looking at a bloated roster full of half-baked wrestlers. And, half and, of and half a, of them I are and older. And a, money, and
0: a money mark on daddy's money. Right. That's what it is. Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah, and and that's kind of, and I think we're going to see it manifest more and more as the year goes on. But yeah. um, you know, it's just not looking so good right now for yeah, was, Collision for good, AEW yeah. um, because they are getting desperate. I think that they're starting to get more and more desperate as time goes on. Mm-hmm. Yep, and it's, it's just going to get worse before anything happens. Yep. So um, that's all I have to say. Um, do you have anything else to add? No. Nope. I, right. think,
0: I think that was pretty clear. So when we come back, we're going to be talking about Fastlane. All right. We are back. Let's talk about Fastlane. Speaking of good wrestling, this show was good. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I liked pretty much all of it.
1: Um, to those of you who complain about the la- you know, only having five matches on the card, that's all this needed was yeah. five matches. Why have more? Why, right. why,
0: why do 14 matches if you don't need to do 14 matches? Right. So uh, first match. For the undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions, we have Judgment Day taking on Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso. Good lord, this match was great! Oh yeah, this was such a great match. First,
1: first pay per view ever where Jey Uso and Jimmy Uso were competing in tag teams, but not as a tag team.
0: <laughs> and they're not even against each other. They're literally in two totally different matches. Um, the decision to drop the titles to Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso was interesting. Yep. Um, where, where they're going to go with, go with that, that, I have no idea. idea. What, what their plan, plan is, I have no idea. idea. Yep. But I'm you know, here for the ride. Yeah. Jay, Jay Uso wants redemption here. Mm-hmm. And I think him and Cody working cohesively to win these tag team champions is actually sort of building on, okay, he's actually trying to do this. Right. So. I
1: right. think it's good
0: thumbs up by the way um it was a crossroads for the win good lord what a start now totally wrong i have no idea why the thing jumped up move you down there there so uh this was the lwo versus bobby at first it was only lwo versus bobby Lashley and the street profits uh, then Carlito came out, like, halfway through the match. That was a weird choice. It was kind of a
1: weird choice. I did not like the, that. The only purpose of this match was to debut Carlito because it, they 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 had him signed over the summer and couldn't figure out how to debut him.
0: And I think – I mean, this was a good way to do it, uh-huh. and especially in something like this. But why wait until, like, halfway through the match when Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits were winning? Right. Then Carlito comes in. It seems unfair yeah. to Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits making but, them look like baby faces
1: <laughs> nah, you know i mean LWO's was kind of a tweener thing anyways yeah uh
0: carlito looked absolutely incredible yeah. this guy got himself into shape he is enormous um but i don't know i have i have a mixed feeling about the match because it was like okay you were doing well yeah bell rang they were getting beaten up and then carlito comes in because LWO are supposed to be baby faces. Carlito was supposed to be there as a babyface right. against the heels, but the heels were already wrestled down a little bit right. before Carlito. That's a fresh guy. So it's almost like, that's rude. Like, uh,
1: Anyways, uh, they've done that tactic in the past. Yeah, it was a
0: backstabber for the win. I'm going to give it an Orange Cassidy thumbs up. And to be honest with you, that's being nice. It could have been done a lot better. Io Sky defending the WWE Women's Champion against Charlotte Flair and Asuka. The match was good. Can we please have Charlotte and Asuka do something else? But the problem is, who else is on this level? Right. No No one. Exactly. WWE's women's division, I think there's too much of a discrepancy between, like, the top tier players and the people who would be laughed at. Right. There's no in between. Yeah, there really isn't. There's a gap. A very significant gap. Well, hopefully Jay Cargill can close that gap a little bit. I, I hope so, too. I, I just don't know. I mean, they, they, they're they treating her like an absolute megastar, which is great. But at the same time, it's like, I think she'll go right up there. Right. Uh not having any sort of opportunity yeah it looks like there the might
1: fight. be some dissent within damage control which I like mm-hmm. um, so well, hopefully that also brings up uh,
0: Dakota Kai as well well Dakota Kai is hurt keep that in mind Yeah. yeah well, that's, Dakota Kai has just been dealing with the injury and it was another ACL injury and that's you know a couple of months out so there you go it was a moonsault for EOSky to win it was a good match could have been better Orange Cassidy thumbs up though. yeah
1: I agree all right, let's talk about this fun match.
0: Uh, John Cena and LA Knight versus The Bloodline. The match itself was fun. How do I describe?
1: It's hard to describe. I mean, really, this is about The Bloodline kind of, I think, falling away from Roman Reigns, which is fine because obviously that needs to happen.
0: <laughs> well, The Bloodline is literally three people and one of the guys hasn't shown up to for work in a couple of months. Yeah. yeah. Like, like what are you, you supposed do to do with that? that? Um, but John, John Cena being here is actually a good thing, especially if he's not doing anything else. Right. Why, why sit at home and do nothing? Right. Anyways. Right. And LA Knight was, is obviously great. It was, they're, um,
1: they're, they're strapping a rocket ship to that boy. Well,
0: yeah. They're listening to the crowd. They're listening to it. So yeah. there you go. Um, and it was a BFT for the win. Orange Cassidy, thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, the expectation was maybe a little bit higher than what I saw, but yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Seth freaking Rollins, Shinsuke Nakamura, last man standing for the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. The match was great. Mm hmm. Until the finish.
1: Yeah, the finish was kind of off. For it me. was
0: out of nowhere. Yeah. Why? If Seth Rollins is hurting so bad, why keep this title on him? Right. Shinsuke, who I ad- adore right now, this whole. This, this heel gimmick is great. This would have should have been, you know, back in 2018, Twenty eighteen, 2018, yeah. Yeah, when, 2017,
1: 2018 when he was, like, going for that world. When he was going for the WWE title initially. Yeah, that like, that oh, should have been the thing.
0: Well, oh, he's like, he's, he's winning all of these things. He's getting all this opportunity. He has all this momentum. And then it's like he can't win the big one. Why?
1: I think because uh, Seth Rollins is a little bit safer, perhaps. I don't know. I Anyways. don't know.
0: It's like, if Seth Rollins is really hurt like this, it's just so odd to it not is. have him lose it so he can rest a little bit. It's not like people will miss Seth Rollins. Right. Um, but, yes, it was the um, it was a curb stomp for Seth Rollins to win. Uh, Shinsuke almost got up one knee down, just couldn't do it. Uh, and then nothing. Right. It, it just felt super like yeah didn't trust that fart shouldn't have trusted the fart but i trusted it and now i have to go upstairs right um but it was just kind of and that was the end of the show yeah so there you go uh when we come back we have a very special match so we are back now this match it took me a minute to find and i was going to put on that one match uh with uh, chelsea green and Tegan Knox because that match was literal the drizzling shit but um, I was watching this clip from 2018 Starcast, and Cody was talking about one of a match that he hated because the ending came up way too soon. This was a six-man tag team match, like 10 or so years ago, when this Cody was still doing the ugly gimmick.
1: Wasn't it, Wasn't this also during the era of uh, of uh, original NXT, or was this way before? This was way before. Oh, okay. yeah. No, this was
0: still the reality show. Uh, it was undashing Cody Rhodes, obviously with the mask, uh, Wade Barrett, who was Intercontinental Champion at the time, and Ted DiBiase Jr., who was about to go to prison, versus the original Sin Cara, so the bocce one who was annoying, Ezekiel Jackson, and pre-Yes Movement, no beard, Daniel Bryan.
1: Or Brian Danielson. Or
0: Brian Danielson, but Daniel Bryan, in right. every sense of the word. Uh and you will see why I chose this match really, really quick. So you see, uh, after all the entrances and everything, right? There's plenty. Of, I mean, not plenty of time, but less than ten minutes. I try to find one in better quality, but I just, for the life of me, couldn't. Oh, do you remember uh, Teddy Biasi Jr.?
1: Nah, uh, such. I mean, he had, he has some potential.
0: He's going to prison.
1: Well, yeah, it was part of that um, whole pyramid. Uh, Thing with pyramid. his dad, yeah. yeah. Wasn't he a teacher before that? He, like a school teacher? I think
0: he was, yeah. He was a school teacher. He probably is
1: not a school teacher no more, but...
0: Yeah. <laughs> I could be wrong about him going to prison. It's either him or his brother. I think his brother was part of it, too. He was also a former um, a guy in uh, Florida Championship Wrestling. He looked at Santa Cara.
1: It's Botch, it's botch Cara. botchkara.
0: Well, he just he, – he didn't want to do the WWE way because he was kind of a diva. Also, that was Triple H's first, like, pet project was this original Sin Cara.
1: Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm. Well, Triple H – so Triple H really wanted Sin Cara to be in this because Sin Cara at the time, or Mystico, was very popular. Right. So this was his project. Okay, there we go. I'll keep that in mind, so if that happens again, I'll right. I'll do that. Sorry, there was a commercial. I, I'll edit it out later. So I have no idea why like these teams are like together at all. Right. It's just like, oh, here's some people. I think Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase were actually teaming. There right. You know. A little bit, little bit nicer there for you, Pina Gallery. I mean, you can see the potential with Sin Cara. It's not yeah. like, like Sincara was bad. But he was just a diva, and he didn't want to learn the WWE style. Right. So he became hurt a lot. Right. Also, he was used to six sides because I think he was wrestling in CMLL.
1: Mm, so this, he's not used to the four side.
0: And that, and also they don't use the, red, like the cables that WWE uses. Ah, that was really strange. The cable Cody, harder? Um, it's because uh, the cables are different. Ah. So the cables that they use in Lucha Libre are more springy. Ah. So they're, they're tied a little tighter. Right. So you can get more spring on them. Oh, okay. And then there is uh, before Bad News Barrett, Wade Barrett. Yep. And he was Intercontinental Champion at this time. So funny to see like where all of these people are at this point. Right. Ah, yes, the core, so this was right after the core dissolved. So mm. if if you want like a time frame of when this was, yep. last last week relative. Yeah, cuz capital
1: punishment only took place in 16, I believe. Yes. No. Uh, no, it was not 16. It was like
0: I think it was 15. I think I was still in college.
1: Yeah, I don't remember cuz capital punishment was a one-off event. Yeah.
0: That was when um, John Cena faced R-Truth for the WWE Champion.
1: Yeah.
0: R-Truth should have won that match. Well, he should have. He was white hot. <laughs> the match is like super boring. I know, right? And I know Cody didn't like it because like everything was screwed up. Yeah. About this, like, oh, let's let's ground literally Sin Cara. That's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, Daniel Bryan's been in this match at all yet. No. Oh, that's right. Wade Barrett was the leader, and um, Ezekiel Jackson was one of the members. That's right. Yeah. Oh, the core. What a bad shirt. <laughs> right. Alright, this was kind of weird, right? Alright.
1: That was kind of weird. That was
0: really strange.
1: That's kind of a missed spot there.
0: Yeah, but once again, like no selling from oh, right. some car. and then they're doing the spot again. Look, the same spot. They're doing the same one. Well, not exactly the same, but it's like two it was, two different pump handles. That's right. really strange. Yeah. Once again, Sin Cara didn't care. Right. And then he was released, and I think he is back in CMLL. No, oh, there's a
1: Daniel Bryan.
0: This is Daniel Bryan. Yes. All right, so I think this is kind of when it got screwed up. Well, not in this particular spot. I think it was a drop kick.
1: Hmm. He's just a scrappy little guy, (laughs) right?
0: Okay, that was odd. So. Ted DiBiase definitely kicked out. Like, yeah, he, he definitely kicked, the referee was in a really weird spot. Yeah. Um, but I guess Ted DiBiase was really pissed off mm-hmm. because he clearly kicked out, and uh, he said, "I want to find that referee. He's trying to fuck on me." Oh, if you If you remember, remember that story, yeah, that th- this was the match. Oh, okay. And that was it. <laughs> it's like okay. <laughs> so next week. Do we have
1: a view Yes, we have the, the, the Japanese shows.
0: Oh, yes. So uh, there might be a stardom show. It depends if I can find it. And then uh, Destruction in Ryu Goku is tomorrow. So join us for that. If you like this video, remember to like, follow, subscribe, get hacks, become a patron. All those links will be in the Linktree bio down below. And as always, be
1: majestic.